the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. It's, it's super great to be together. I'm very excited about today because we are going to do a mission recap if I don't fall asleep. <laughs> I'm still on Kenya time. We literally just got back from Kenya, and they are eight hours ahead of Columbus, which is good. But anyway, my days and nights are a little flip-flopped. But we're back. We're safe. Uh, we, we took uh, 21 people with us uh, from our church, the church next door, which is on the west side of Columbus. So all the way from little west side of Columbus to Kenya, Africa. It's, it's literally on the equator. And I talk so much about the Kenya um, experience in my book, Simply Joy, Rain or Shine, because the Kenyan people, this was my fourth trip, but they taught me so much about joy and living a life full of joy. And so if you don't have that, you can get that on my website at jenniferjackson.com for a gift of any amount. I will send you the Simply Joy book. But anyway, yes, it's it's so exciting and it's a great book just to learn more about Kenya and about missions. I've always had a heart for missions because I, I grew up, my father-in-law um, founded a church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. It's called World Outreach Church. And obviously, World Outreach, they had a huge heart for missions. So I knew many missionaries growing up. They introduced me to missionaries from Israel, from the Philippines, from Russia, from Armenia, from Kenya, all over the world. And it's it's been a wonderful experience. I have to say that I truly have a heart for missions. And I think about the verse that where Jesus said to go, you know, he said to go into all the world. He said, you know, go to Jer- Jerusalem, to Judea, to Samaria, and then to the ends of the earth. And so I think about that. Our our Jerusalem, so to speak, is Columbus, Ohio, or, or, you know, whatever your hometown is or your area. That's your neighborhood. So we're to go to them first and then the surrounding area and then to the ends of the earth. And Kenya is literally on the other side of the globe. It's on the equator and it's very nice and warm. there. <laughs> it, it's kind of chilly here today, but I think you know, the other side of the world, it's warm, it's beautiful. I really love it. And I just wanted to talk to you about what we did there. I thought you might be interested. You know, in James one twenty seven, it says that religion that is pure and undefiled before God, the father is this to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. What a powerful verse, isn't it? I love that verse because James just boils it down to the simple fact that as we care for orphans and widows, that 
is what is so pure in God's sight. And that's what really honors the Lord. And and we did that. This time we took 21 people with us, which was quite amazing because I usually go to Kenya and only take uh, that. Well, the first time I just took my boys and my husband, so four of us. The second time, I think I took six people. The third time, and it was all women's trip because I do a women's conference there. And then the third time, it was all women. And I think there were six or eight of us. And then this time, 21. So the last time I was there, I said to the bishop, and if you're over 100 churches, you're considered a bishop. And so our friends are Bishop Evans and Melina Changa, and they're over 150 churches. That's how many churches that they uh, are responsible for, and they check on those churches. Isn't that incredible? But So then you're a bishop. But anyway, the bishop, uh, I told him last time, I said, next time I come to Kenya, I'm bringing a busload. And it just was like this thing that flew out of my mouth. And I was sharing this in front of a thousand women. I said, next time I come, I'm bringing a busload. And that's what I did. That's what we absolutely did. We had a bus from our church and was really fun was I got to bring my parents. So that was exciting. My parents are chaplains. They're, they, they work in prisons. They, they work in hospitals. They're pastors. So that was fun. I brought my parents um, and my parents are in their early seventies. So we had people all the way in their 70s. One woman had wanted to jo- to go to Kenya since she was in college, and she, I think, is 74. But then all the way down, we had an 18-year-old with us. So a broad range. We had 18-year-olds, 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds. I'm 50. That's a confession. But anyway, broad broad age range, 21 of us, and we went to Kenya, and everyone did so great. And I think... You know, that's exciting when you can go on a trip as a team and there's so much fun in serving God together. You know, I don't know if you're on a team at your church or not. If you're on a ministry team, you know, maybe the worship team or the children's team or an outreach team, maybe even the sound tech team. I don't know, but there's something very special about serving God on a team. And we we had such great teamwork. We had so many great laughs, big laughs, good times. We really cared for one another, watched out for one another. It was so much fun. It's kind of like summer camp for adults, but going halfway around the world. Oh, goodness gracious. But anyway, you know, it was not easy. And mission is never easy, whether you're doing that at home in your backyard or around the world, because God wants to stretch us. And I, I want to read you another verse, and this is Romans 6, I mean, Romans four sixteen to 22, and this is Abraham. I love Abraham because he says that we're his kids. He's our father of faith. He has so much faith, and it, it always takes faith to do missions. So anyway, I love this verse. I've been thinking about it since Easter, but Romans four sixteen it says, Therefore the promise comes by faith, so that it may be by grace and guaranteed to all Abraham's offspring, not only to those who are of the law, but those who have the faith of Abraham. He is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God in whom he believed, the God who gives life to the dead and calls things into being that were not. Did you catch that? That calls the dead things into life, things into being that were not. It goes on to say in verse 18, against all hope, Abraham hoped and he believed. So he became the father of many nations, just 
so shall your offspring be. And that's us. I love that because if we can have the faith that Abraham had, then we're his kids. He had great faith. He hoped against all hope. And I think that's what's so powerful about participating in missions is that you have hope. You have hope. You bring hope to others around the world. You, you, you have faith. You believe God for great things. You know, we prayed for my mom actually prayed for a little girl who had no voice. And we did a medical clinic while we were there, almost 500 patients, an incredible medical clinic. We had, we had a doctor with us. We had three nurses with us. We had a pharmacist with us. And so we, we did a medical clinic every single day. And one of the little girls, the mom had a piece of paper from the hospital that said, child has no, had no voice since birth. And my mom, being the grandma that she is, just fell in love with this child. She was, I don't know, maybe eight years old around there and, and just began praying with her, talking to her and then said, basically said, do you want to sing with me? And after my mom prayed for her, she taught this little girl to sing. And it was like this tiny whisper of a song and the girl began to sing and then they clapped and then they jumped. And then my mom prayed for her again and said, okay, now this time let's sing just a little bit louder. And they prayed again, and the girl sang just a little bit louder. So it was just a really neat miracle that we experienced. I've never, uh, you know, you, you read about that in the Bible, don't you, where the mute, you know, Jesus healed the mute. He healed the lame. He healed the blind. But this was the healing of a mute. And it was really fun to see it firsthand. I actually have it on video. So that was neat. We saw some miracles. Um, but that wasn't the the main focus of the the trip the trip had several aspects we had we opened a widow's pantry so we opened a food pa- bank for widows they have a cooperative and they'll have to pay like 50 cents a month to be part of the food bank but it will teach them responsibility and also be this provision there for them and then we we gave away hundreds of blankets just hundreds of blankets to widows and they divided up the widows into groups. And it was really fun because um, before we even arrive at this women's conference, they go throughout the countryside, all through Chavacali, and they, they knock on doors and they do home assessments. And they'll figure out, okay, do you have a medical need? Do you have a spiritual need? Um, you know, maybe you don't have a bed or you don't have blankets, you don't have cooking utensils. And so they actually have a clipboard And they have leaders that go out and they check on all of these widows and find out how many orphans are in the home or if there are any kids. And then they invite them to our conference. And it's very cool because they have like the Esther group. They have the Ruth group. They have they divide them all up by the women of the Bible, Sarah group. And then they invite them and they come. And we we literally had several hundred widows there and. So we gave out blankets. I think it took us two hours to give out blankets to these widows. And then we gave the leaders goats (laughs) and the leaders of those groups will take them back to the countryside and distribute these goats. And it was just so incredible. And they, they clapped and they bowed and they sang and they danced. It's just so amazing. The amount of worship that they have in their faith and their prayer, such beautiful, beautiful people. The other thing we did is we opened, we had the grand opening of our orphanage. And so I don't know if you've read the Simply Joy book, but I talk about the orphanage. I've been working uh, together with other people on the opening of our orphanage for over 10 years. 
And so this was very special. It was a very special day. They they had an opening ceremony with Maasai, Christian Maasai warriors dancing and jumping in all of their beautiful color and, and necklaces. It, it was really incredible. And we served cake. And so many people had never had cake and it was such a special treat. And these bites were like one inch by one inch little bites. And our first five orphans are happily in their home. Beautiful kitchen there. Um, animals are all around. It's near the base of Mount Kilimanjaro. So the backdrop to this orphanage is absolutely stunning. We got to see uh, lions. We got to see giraffe and elephant. Um, we saw hippopotamus, <laughs> all these animals. Um, and it was just incredible because it just reminded me of God and creation and how majestic, what a majestic God that we serve at the base of Mount Kilimanjaro, all these beautiful animals. And then there was our orphanage. So beautiful, majestic people, majestic God. You know, he's so good. I don't know what mission he's called you today, but go serve, get beyond yourself Get out there, show somebody the love of God and pray for them today. It's worth it. I was so proud of the church next door. Great job. Way to go, team. Anyway, I'm Jennifer Jackson. It's been a fun day. Time to be together. If you want to learn more about the show, go to JenniferJackson.com and pick up a copy of Simply Joy, Rain or Shine. Learn more about this mission. You are listening to Simply for Women. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.